Hello, Assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And people are probably wondering why is it that I haven't talked about France? Why is it that I haven't talked about Europe? Why is it that I haven't talked about? First of all, um, France has sort of been in a state of uh, riots for quite some time. Um, it's been more than a couple of years, really. Um, and that... That, that is mainly not even riots it's it's mainly like you know protests against the government's policies and this and that but recently recently what's happened is something that again is a testament to the fact that why um, people like me get extremely frustrated with Pakistan as I said I never had any expectations from Pakistan to me Pakistan is a dead nation and it was in fact if anything they they went contrary to my expectations when they actually rose up um, to protest uh, when Imran Khan was ousted and then when they rose up to protest when he was kidnapped by the commandos and the rangers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I was like, okay, okay, finally some fru- fruition here. Some people, you know, the, the, you know, okay, things are working. I really did not expect it because our country is what I call Suti Suti country right like just asleep asleep and gone you know they're totally they're like goners right uh, but um, but then you see as it is they've just suddenly fallen back into slumber again which is peeing me off big time um, and, and again this is where France Imran Khan has mentioned France again and again as well that look at them they have actually thrown petrol bombs uh, at their police but their police dared not attack back because obviously that's the law that's the constitution the police is there to contain violence not to add to violence or to initiate violence um the only police that will initiate violence is the american police and as we know there have been lots of riots lots and lots of riots on black lives matter and this and that which shows um how much america has progressed i'm sorry to say but you know um America has not progressed at the end of the day as I keep on and on saying America may have borrowed the Islamic civilization and the Islamic legal system and it may have borrowed the Islamic welfare system but uh, at the end of the day it could not hold on to that system for long because the core contradiction is again between the American tradition the white supremacy tradition um, versus Islamic tradition and it's the same you know it's the same that I keep on talking about how the post-colonial Muslim countries are going through the same problem that we are basically um, in constant um, contradiction between our culture our pagan culture and our colonial culture versus Islamic tradition uh, remember Islam came to break culture it came to universe that's why it's called a universal religion because it came to universalize everything in other words it came to stop people from blindly following traditions without knowing the reason why
Islam came to make us question, which is why, you know, Islamically, as, as Imran Khan also is now saying, which is something that I feel that he should have uh, not stopped the people before. He should have, you know, let them, because I think mainly the people have just slumbered because he stopped them when they initially rose um, because he feared violence. But again, as I said, um, that was necessary. That violence would have stopped this ongoing violence, this this violation that is being done against um, the human beings of Pakistan, you know, the citizens of Pakistan. This would not have happened had that protest continued, even if it led to some contained violence, because. Um, by that time, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have allowed them to have had that foothold needed, you know, the to the place where they could sit down and and actually you know grasp the whole situation and get everything you know in control. So that is where we went wrong. But anyway, so now he's realizing and that you know the importance of how people really need to rise for their rights. And he's talking about the jihad, which is true yes, in Islam. It is a jihad in Islam. It is incumbent upon every Muslim to rise up and fight for a better life, to fight for freedom. Because in Islam, slavery is not allowed. In Islam, we bow down to God only. You see? So again, this is where Islam clashes with our culture, with our pagan culture. In our pagan culture, um, parents are supposed to be uh, like gods. And in many cultures, many ancient pagan cultures, uh, children used to prostrate in front of their parents. Um, you know, including Buddhist culture also actually, in Buddhist uh, traditions and in, um, in Hindu tradition, you know, they would bow down and touch the foot of their parents. So in Islam, this is not allowed. In Islam, we are all equal. In Islam, we as human beings first have to acknowledge each other as human beings. And we have that self-respect. We're all equal. And there is only one being that we can bow down in front of, and that is God. And if we bow down in front of anybody else, then that is blasphemy. And that is shirk. That means that, that is we, we are equaling that person to God because no one, no one deserves to be prostrated to except God. That is the whole, that is the core foundation of Islam. That is the whole being of Islam. And that is also actually the being of Christianity and Judaism because they're all basically the same religion that came down in steps, the final completion being Islam. So... Basically, uh, right now in France also, as you can see, pe people, the influence of the, of the Umayyad system in Europe is still there. It's still part of their constitution. It's part of their welfare system. It's ingrained in them for so long. And then, uh, you know, plus the, when you have the, when you have lived for so long um, practicing uh, freedom, and then, you know, when slowly that freedom gets encroached upon, um, at one point you will burst. Now, for example, if you remember, I've been very sarcastic about French uh, hypocrisy, where on one side they're always talking about freedom of rights, freedom of speech, freedom of this, freedom of that, equality, this, that, this, that, secularism, which, by the way, stems from Islam also, in case nobody knew that. But at the end of the day, 
when women were being forced to uh, remove the, their hijab and when the, the hijab was being snatched away from their heads um, that time the French people thought that you know they were doing uh, that they didn't have to protest against it but you see this is how it escalates um, at that time, when no, when when even England was thinking, oh, we're so influenced by the the French authorities and their attitude towards women and uh, Muslim women, let us also start forcing the Muslim women in England to be bareheaded. But the Muslims in England did not even give them that. You know, they didn't even have the guts to do that to the Muslims in England because they knew how powerful the Muslims in England were, which is a bit ironic because one would think that the Muslims in France are even more powerful considering how um, at least half the population uh, belongs to, uh, you know, um, Algeria, Tunisia, Morocco. You know, they come from these three different countries, as we know, post-war, because France lost a lot of men. So they literally imported a lot of men from these countries um, that they had uh, fought against and these countries that they had uh, colonized even. So when uh, that, that, you know, that massive immigration of, of the Muslims from these countries, and, and how they settled and, you know, especially in Marseille. Marseille is supposed to be, if I remember, at least when I lived in France um, almost two decades ago, um, at that time I remember that Marseille was supposed to be, you know, like this one of the strongholds. You can call it a stronghold. That is where most of the Muslim community from these countries had, you know, sort of settled. And they were very powerful from what I remember. And yet when I was there, that is when France suddenly became uh, very pro-Israel, very Zionist. Um, and, you know, it was originally, believe it or not, leaning more towards pro-Palestine. And then, you know, the president that came, I remember how the French people were extremely peed off at him because they kept on calling him Zionist. And yet he won. He won the election. So one wonders anyway. So it was from then that this this whole these series of incidents, you know, they they started accumulating until they escalated to this point. Um, at least that is how I would see it, you know, because as I said, the same problem is with Pakistan, you know, which I keep on saying that um, we will deserve what we get if we don't stand up even now. We will deserve. We're courting our doom. Similarly, as I would say, America is courting its doom by interfering, this latest interference with Pakistan's citizens, with Imran Khan, with Pakistan's public, with Pakistan's freedom. Um, this interference will cost America dearly. It will cost the UK very, very dearly. It's going to be a very, very pricey venture of the two countries. So um, if Pakistan continues to wait it out, Pakistan will reach its doom. And similarly, France basically realized how they had courted their own doom by letting these incidents accumulate, um, especially when they allowed the Muslim women to be treated in the way that they were. You just lost 
your whole um you know hypocritical agenda on freedom and women's rights it is a woman's right to wear whatever she chooses to wear that is what it is in islam in islam it is a woman's right to wear whatever it is that she needs to wear to make herself feel comfortable so that she should be treated as a human being and not as a sexual object now here's where the western propaganda comes in where women think that being treated as sexual objects um and bearing themselves naked is supposed to be women empowerment but that is actually where the stupidity comes in because the it's as i this is something i've talked about like many times in many different ways that the hypocrisy actually lies in the fact that while you are fighting for the freedom to choose you are stripping away another person's freedom of choice so the whole idea of women empowerment was that the women should not be told what to wear remember yeah i i i'm i'm sure some of you can now remember does it ring a bell here so the whole idea of feminism of women empowerment was women should not be told what to wear and women should not be made as sexual objects and yet it just went right that way where women suddenly decided that less was more and they ended up again being treated as sexual objects so they fell right into that trap once again the same trap that the women in the past were digging them out of so um forcing women to dress the way you deem appropriate is what is not allowed giving women the freedom to choose is the whole point here so when you're stripping the women off of their abayas and their screens and their hijabs you're forcing them to wear what you want to see so how is that freedom of choice and this this is where i said that france is actually uh proving itself uh to be hypocritical that that it's, it's actually a hypocrite there is no such thing as freedom of choice france actually does not even know the meaning of freedom of choice anymore because if they think this is freedom of choice they have another thing waiting and so it started all these incidents started the government the, again when this government came and suddenly they decided that you know they would um they just started making changes in labor laws and started making changes in retirement ages and pensions and stuff in that and in you know so and uh, well it's a given every year students riot students protest because of the uh, raising fee the tuition fees um which is a given as i said but this time because of all these different changes that the government was trying to make people were already very hot and bothered because they were so used to living uh, a easy life a life of you know given rights that they actually forgot that once you take away the rights of a certain community and you're quiet then the next time it will be you and that is exactly what happened in different ways it started ensuing and now this latest incident um where the traffic police which is amazing it's really amazing because um i don't know how much the laws have changed in france because when i was there um according to law uh, the police was not allowed to carry weapons there was only the gendarme gendarme were the only uh, police that were allowed to carry weapons 
um, the normal police and especially the traffic police, they were never allowed to have any weapons with them. So I don't know what happened here and how it happened that uh, the traffic police shot uh, that a young man of Arab descent. But at least it suddenly now woke the people up and the people, the, the because to me, even France was basically asleep in certain matters. And they, I, they could have brushed it off as another incident. But I think France, the people of France suddenly realized the danger, you know, the impending doom that was coming their way. They realized that line that had been crossed. If they had realized it earlier, I doubt things would have gone this far. Uh, people may uh, may think that I am, you know, just talking nonsense and I'm bringing it out of another con. But you see, that's the thing. There are, uh, you know, the butterfly effect, as we say. Just to put it very shortly, it's the butterfly effect. There are so many little, 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 little seemingly trivial events that end up in the consequences that we end up facing. And... You might think that it has nothing to do with the, the hijabs problems and, and, you know, the other problems, but and maybe not, nothing to do with the pensions and the retirements and the labor laws. I mean, yeah, but you see, that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Many things that seem to be, uh, that seem to have no connection with each other, they all lead to one certain point, you know, and that is what happened. What really happened is that France had become too complacent. This is why I keep on saying, you know, that Pakistan is too complacent. And I, I was really surprised that Pakistan woke up. But again, no surprise here that it went back into slumber because Pakistanis are so complacent. You know, they're so lazy. And that is exactly what happened with the French people. They became too lazy, too complacent. And they were so full of themselves and they were so arrogant and they were, you know, they were so full of themselves, really. It was bound to come to this. They shot themselves in their own foot, basically. The people of France are now jolted. That's, but see, that's the difference again. The people of France, have, they are now, um, they've just been smacked awake by this incident. And they've had violent protests. But again, you see, violent protests... It is their right to protest because the police just did the unthinkable. The police, as I said, even I don't understand how and why it happened. How could the police have done that, especially traffic police? Where did they even get the, you know, the authority or even the guts to do that? I remember I, when I was in France, I literally shouted at the traffic police once myself. And he just had to keep quiet and take it. You know, he really had to take it because... Um, I wasn't wrong and I was misled and you know and I was not an illegal uh, alien over there you know I was a student I was 100% legal and I was paid off um, so I just yelled at him I remember another time how I yelled at the at the uh, the officer in the prefecture because he kept on asking me for documents and then he would say oh these are not the ones get me and the other ones and then oh no these are not the ones get me those ones and I at the end I was like you know what just just sit down and figure it out yourself what are the 
goddamn documents that you require don't waste my time i'm not here i'm you know it's, it's not like i've got free time on my hands right you if you don't know your job go and ask your superior what it is that you require because i am not i'm damned if i'm going to give you any more documents these are the documents take it or leave it again he had no choice but to listen to me why i was right even if i wasn't right he had no choice but to listen to me because that's that's the law that is what the police is here for the police is here to serve the citizens you know not a few elites so the police in france made a grand mistake really grand mistake and they will pay for it dearly i can assure you of that too they will pay for it dearly not just by the citizens but by the government as well the government and the citizens will now both attack the police for this they're going to make the police take responsibility and be held accountable unlike again in pakistan so this is the comparison here um you know because over here they have literally killed the constitution in pakistan there is no constitution in pakistan there is no law in pakistan there is no government in pakistan there is nothing and if the people do not get up like the people of france just got up then pakistan will cease to exist it is really as simple as that so yeah france um this is my take on it oh and another thing you know which which uh, which you can compare i mean pakistan's army is so full of shit talking about terrorism and and you know a burning down of this and burning down of that man you ain't seen jack shit yet look at france cars have been burnt down buildings are set on fire you know it's a mob it's a mob where there's a mob there's violence do you see the government complaining and nagging and whining do you see the army coming and saying oh we will put you in military courts you just destroyed our things you just destroyed our assets we will put you in military courts we will court martial you boo hoo 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 fitemu pakistani army fitemu establishment you are so freaking pathetic so in short the french people realized that hang on today they just attacked somebody who is one of us they didn't think that oh hang on they just attacked a person of arab descent no 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 they're thinking that they attacked a citizen the police whose duty it is to serve and protect the citizens of france attacked a citizen and this is why the french people have boiled and burst out after simmering for so long as remember as i told you 20 around 22 years ago when i was there and when the government changed to pro zionist since then you know it was all festering and just festering and then this and it escalated to this point what the hell are we waiting for we also have been festering for 27 years and then before that we have been festering for almost as long as this country was born and then taken under siege by traitors the french are still better than we are i i i mean i was so peed off at the french people for being asleep and being hypocritical but look they woke up and now they've since they've been protesting for so many reasons for the past 
three to four years. Um, do you honestly think they're going to stop now? It's just going to get worse. It's going to escalate more until they get what they want. Until they finally put the government back in the place where it needs to be. You know, until they tell the government, they remind the government that, listen, you are our servants. You're here to represent us. Do your freaking job. So I ask you again, Pakistanis, what the frack are you waiting for? And now here again, although the police tried to create a narrative, the French police, um, about the killing of the teenage boy Nahal, uh, I think I'm pronouncing it in my own language. Uh, in Arabic, it will be pronounced a little differently, I guess. But anyway, uh, the point is that because they literally threatened him and then shot him point blank, although they tried to create a narrative that they were in danger and all, they were basically mimicking the Minneapolis police, I guess. Um, but... Uh, you see, at the end of the day, the law prevailed because when footage came out contradicting their contradicting their statements, when surveillance footage as well as you know witnesses and you know who who made videos and stuff and who came forward, when they directly contradicted that statement, and it was shown that that boy was innocent and clearly the one who was aimed at and in danger for no reason. Um, at the end of the day, what happened? The policeman was still apprehended, okay? The policeman who shot the boy was apprehended and it has been found that he had no legal cause, so he will be charged. What's happening in Pakistan? Just tell me. Tell me what's, what the frack is happening in Pakistan. Imran Riaz Khan kidnapped, Ashraf Sharif assassinated, Imran Khan attempted assassination at least twice um latif kosa attacked other lawyers attacked um pti members kidnapped attacked trespassed uh, women kidnapped attacked women in wheelchairs dragged kidnapped attacked you know so children kidnapped attacked old people assaulted so what i mean and who who has done what to the police because the police is being commanded to do that and so openly i mean as as i said as i just told you in my previous episode um the government is so intent on keeping its post because uh, it has to you know sell pakistan out completely to the us it has to you know tie the bow you know it has to come just wrap it all up and gift it so tying up loose ends for that is essential that it stays and just for that it actually literally bribed the army with trying to give it 10 more than 10 lakh acres worth of agricultural land why 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 would you give that land that belongs to the people to the army Hasn't the army usurped enough? They're already eating up everything in this country as it is. You know? And just, I mean, what? Just to, just to make sure that they stay with you? Let me tell you one thing. An army that is a traitor of the founder of Pakistan would be a traitor to everybody else. Our establishment and our army, they are essentially traitors who betrayed the founder of this country. 
do you honestly think that they will not betray you or anybody else they need to be eliminated they need to be rendered obsolete and they need to be revamped the whole institution needs to be gutted and then reconstructed right from scratch and you're talking about giving them 10 lakh acres worth of agricultural land seriously you mofos and instead you're rewarding the police and you're just you know in fact you rehired the police that the previous government had removed from the posts for violations against citizens and violations against women and you came and specifically hired those same people back so that they can commit that violence all over again this is the difference between france and pakistan at the end of the day so once again i bid you goodbye with this warning either wake up and get your country back or prepare to live in perpetual doom forever this country will definitely cease to exist if you continue the way you are continuing if you do not get off of your lazy bumps you're fracked for life and this is me signing out khuda hafiz